The pres presidential impeachment inquiry is heating up. Apparently, there's a second whistleblower. President Trump might be making a huge mistake in Syria. Rashida Tlaib continues to be an idiot, showing her racism and her lack of knowledge of the law. AOC gets trolled in her town hall. And I'm never going to get to this Joker movie, but I'm going to see it. So, you know something? I'll just wait until I actually see it. This is Gene. You're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. I, you know what? I'm sorry. I know I was supposed to have a podcast uh, yesterday and Saturday, and I didn't do it. And it was basically because uh, I had a life. I actually had to work. So we're going to do this podcast today. The good news is there's, well, there is. There's a ton of news going on. So today, a second whistleblower complaint has been released. This time, this guy, if it's a guy, could be a gal. I don't know. I'm sure I'm pissing off the transgenders. But whatever. Uh, this guy has first-hand knowledge of the conversation between Trump Trump and the president of Ukraine. Ooh! I say that in a menacing tone. I don't care if there is 20 whistleblower complaints. Trump released the complaint. He released the transcripts between the conversation with Ukraine and himself. Secretary of State Pompeo was on the call and said there was no quid pro quo. He didn't understand why everyone's flipping out. Uh, the president of Ukraine said there was no quid pro quo, no pressure. He doesn't understand why everyone's flipping out. The ambassador, by the way, the president of Ukraine said that in a press conference with Trump sitting next to him on film. The ambassador to Ukraine said there was no quid pro quo. He had a closed-door session with uh, Congress today, and uh, the congressmen looked like they were flipping out, because guess what? There was no quid pro quo. Guess what? I'm still not interested in this story. It's a stupid story. It's falling apart. Apparently, this guy, this whistleblower, and I'm going to put that in air quotes, not only had no direct knowledge of the situation of the conversation between the president of Ukraine and Trump, but he also made contact with a Schiff minion. He also is from the CIA, probably a big John Brennan fan. And by the way, John Brennan is the guy who started this whole garbage with the Russian collusion probe. He's already been convicted in Congress of lying. Uh, okay, so whatever. And he's a registered Democrat. He also was represented by a, a lawyer named Mark Zaid, who probably actually wrote the complaint. Because if you've seen the complaint, it looks like a, a legal brief. A whistleblower protection attorney is Mark Zaid. He's representing the second whistleblower, which I know nothing about, so I'm not even going to bring this individual up. Though he does not have a 
political affiliation actually published. He is a commentator for CNN and MSNBC, so you go figure it out. What do you think? President Trump is being President Trump. He's trolling the media by declaring that China should investigate Hunter Biden during the during an impromptu press conference before he left for Florida on his helicopter. The media is flipping out, saying that that actually proves that he's now colluding with China. I got news to you. He, he colluded with Russia and it didn't work out. And yeah, that didn't work out. Now he's colluding with Ukraine. That's not working out. Uh, who's he going to collude with next? Ergurdistan? I mean, how many different Russian countries can the news media find out? I know there are a ton. But, I mean, geez, come on. Now you're colluding with China? Who he is basically killing? But that's not the thing. President Trump sent a letter to Nancy Pelosi today. Nancy Chompers Pelosi today, because she can't seem to keep her denture cream working out. Uh, and telling her, basically, you know what, I'm not sending you any more uh, files. That's it. We're done. You need to go put in a vote into Congress for collusion, or a vote into Congress for impeachment. Right now, Nancy Pelosi has unilaterally declared that there's going to be an impeachment inquiry. Now, the Democrats are saying, well, that's normal. That's absolutely normal. It's unprecedented that there's an impeachment inquiry vote. Well, unfortunately, there have been three votes for impeachment in the last, I don't know, what, 150 years? One was in 1860. That doesn't count because it was completely different back then. The other, the others were Richard Nixon, which had a congressional impeachment vote, and Bill Clinton, which had an impeachment inquiry vote. Guess what? They both passed. What's unprecedented is that the Speaker of the House decides to have, we're going to have an impeachment inquiry without asking the other people. Well, why is that? Well, the reason that is, is because there are about 20 Democrats from red states, I'm sorry, my computer's going off right now. There are 20 Democrats from red states that are going to have a real problem voting for an impeachment because 75% of the country does not believe in this impeachment. Um, good for Trump here. So let's go on to bad Trump. Trump's not perfect. President Trump has decided to pull U.S. troops out of northern Syria. This is not good. Obama did the same thing in Iraq, and along came ISIS. This is, to say the least, a really bad call. And he's going to have to fight both the Democrats and the Republicans. Even Lindsey Graham, Lindsey Graham 2.0, sat back and said, uh, this is a bad idea. 
So why is it a bad idea? Let's go over that stuff. Uh, we were in northern Syria to protect the Kurds. The Kurds are a liberal sect of Islam that rejects the extremist Islam beliefs, or even the conservative Islam beliefs. They have bands of female fighters. They actually have squads of female fighters that go out there, given guns, and they fight. And they win the fights. They are the only group that has been able to beat down Al-Qaeda, ISIS, and the Syrian military. They are feared. But it is a very small group. Very small group of people. They will be overwhelmed and eliminated if the U.S. just decides to pull out. And by the way, we're not talking there are 15,000 United States troops in northern Syria. We're talking there are 1,500. They didn't because they didn't lose because of the United States presence. We need to keep our presence there. That's the first reason. The second reason is we're going to lose our footing in the Middle East. Right now, Russia and Iran are on the side of the evil Syrian government. Iran is also financing Al-Qaeda. They're also financing Yemen to create a proxy war between Yemen and uh, Saudi Arabia. Iran is the joker of the Middle East. They're doing nothing but trying to create chaos. The United States does not need to keep 10,000 troops in Syria. We haven't had 10,000 troops. Only enough. And we're talking like 500 troops is what's being requested to influence how things work because our troops are awesome and the other countries fear our presence. Next, we weaken our allies, such as Israel and Al-Qaeda. And, uh, I'm sorry, not Al-Qaeda, Saudi Arabia. If Iran is fighting in Syria, they ain't looking at, in, at Israel or Saudi Arabia. War is expensive. Iran is struggling because of the U.S. sanctions. We need to not make it easy for them <coughs> to be able to recover. They also hate the Kurds. They want to destroy the Kurds because the Kurds are an extreme fighting force and they are a very liberal Islamic state, Islamic group. The Iranians, extremely, uh, extremely right-wing Islamic. They want to destroy the Kurds. We cannot let them go. Listen, I understand. Trump is an isolationist. He doesn't want troops abroad. And I understand we've been in Afghanistan for 18 years. We've been in Iraq for how many years? I got it. I understand it. Which is why I think if Tulsi Gabbard ended up with the Democratic, um, Democratic nomination, she'd probably beat Trump. But we, it's necessary sometimes that we actually 
go out there and we show our presence. It's necessary in South Korea. It's necessary in Japan. It's necessary in Germany. We can't stop. We can't drop it. I understand he doesn't want troops out there, but sometimes you just got to let go. I have a feeling, and I understand why this has not been in the news media today. I have a feeling that Trump, he said something off the cuff. Yeah, he's never done that before, right? And I got a feeling he's going to get a phone call from Benjamin Netanyahu. He's going to get phone calls from people, Republicans like Lindsey Graham. And they'll teach him something about foreign policy. So let's just see what happens. I think it's too early to make a call here. Andrea Ocasio-Cortez. AOC had a tough weekend. <laughs> it was, well, tough for her. For me, it was awesome. Um, AOC decided to have a town hall talking about climate change. And, you know, she's a little extreme with climate change. So, but let's listen to, apparently she had someone that really flipped out. So let's listen to this individual. May you raise your hands, please? Okay. Yeah. Okay. But, Great. but we're not going to be here for much long because of the climate crisis. We only have a few months left. I love that you support the Green Deal, but it's not getting, you know, getting rid of fossil fuel is not going to solve the problem fast enough. A Swedish professor saying, you know, we can eat dead people, but that's not fast enough. So I think your next uh, campaign slogan has to be this. We got to start eating babies. We don't have enough time. There's too much CO2. All of you, you're, you, you know, you're a pollutant. Too much CO2. We have to start now, please. You are so great. I'm so happy that you really support a nuclear deal, but it's not enough. You know, even if we would bomb Russia, we still have too many people, too much pollution. So we have to get rid of the babies. That's a big problem. Just stopping having babies is not enough. We need to eat the babies. And this is very serious. Please give a response. Okay, thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. We'll go ahead. Um, okay. No, we'll, we'll go ahead. Now, I, I, I think this was really funny. I can't lie. I, I think this was really funny. And I think Ocasio-Cortez deserves this. Because she has brought up so much paranoia about this climate change thing. And here's the thing. I do believe there's climate change. It's human-based. I do believe that. I think it would you'd have to be an idiot to believe that seven seven billion people are on Earth and are not changing the climate a little bit. Okay? But no. We're not changing the climate that much. And it has to be kind of equal. And Ocasio Cortez is blaming the United States on climate change, and no, that's not exactly true. Ocasio-Cortez's pure belief is that she wants power, she wants socialism in the United States, that Green New Deal is absolute crap, and 
so she throws as much fear as she can. Now, with this gal, and we're going to get to this gal in just 10 seconds, okay? We're going to, yes. With this gal, this is the kind of panic that Ocasio-Cortez and others like her are actually creating. I would not, if it weren't for the fact I knew where this gal came from, I wouldn't be shocked about this crap. There's enough out there where these people are screaming climate change, climate change. Oh, there was a protest today where they sat back and attacked Mitch McConnell's home over climate change. These idiots who, by the way, if they're going out and having a protest on a Monday, they don't have jobs. Okay? So, yeah, of course, they're going to want the Green New Deal because they're going to get money and jobs or whatever. Or so they think, because socialism doesn't work like that. It's never worked like that. They think their lives will be better. And, by the way, you know something I am sick and tired of hearing about toxic masculinity? These were all fat white women. Let's call it what it is. Sorry, I'm probably going to get banned. That's fine. But I am sick and tired. It, she deserves this. She deserves this. And her response was the problem in this whole thing. Because you know how she responded? She didn't. She didn't. She sat back. She stood quiet. And she actually sat back and made her feel better. Let's listen to what Alexandria said about this whole thing. Because she's too, too stupid to realize this was a plant. Quote, this person may have been suffering from mental a mental condition, and it's not okay that the right wing is mocking her and potentially making her condition a cry or crisis worse. Be decent human beings and knock it off. This is the same woman who sat back and said every Republican who doesn't believe in climate, this climate crisis, she's saying, is a murderer. Wow, really? Well, here's a newsflash. The chick that was actually out there was a, uh, an alt-right plant by the Lyndon LaRouche Foundation. She, they admitted it. She was not a left-winger. She was not crazy. She was showing how crazy these people are. And all AOC, AOC can't even say anything. She's so dumb. 30 years old, stupid as a brick. First full-time job in Congress. What a shock. It gets better. Let's get to Rashida Tlaib, because <laughs> this broad is something. I mean, Rashida Tlaib, if anyone, if anyone is denying what she is based off politics, or based off you like what she says, I, I, there's nothing we can say to these people. Which, by the way, is the left. You can't talk to these people. They're dumb. They don't want to listen to anyone. They don't want to listen to reason. There's no reason in the left. So here's Rashida Tlaib. Basically, in her last two quotes, 
One, she's a racist. And, you know, the same thing she's accusing everyone else of. And two, she's stupid. She doesn't understand the law. She doesn't understand anything. I mean, so I, I, let's let's go to the racist thing first. Rashida Tlaib basically said that, um, you know, Detroit was working on facial recognition software. So basically, people would log in with their faces and, and things like that. And then Rashida Tlaib decided to say to the police chief of Detroit, who is black, and she decided to say this to the other police officers that were there that were black, that it should only be black police officers that handled the facial recognition software. And that's because all blacks look like. Oh my gosh, listen to this. She's so stupid. And now, of course, the police chief went on Fox News saying, what is wrong with this woman? I'm not going to play his comments because they're just so obvious. You understand he's like, what? So let's listen to her. Okay. I mean, I think I think non-African Americans think African Americans all look the same. Did you say yes? No? Oh, I don't know. I, <laughs> I'm not. You know what? And also, analysts need to be African Americans, not people that are not. Because let me tell you, no, it happens all the time. Okay. Uh, it's true. Okay. I mean, I think I think non-African Americans think African Americans all look the same. I've seen it even on the house floor. People calling Elijah Cummings John Lewis and John Lewis Elijah Cummings, and they're totally different people. I trust people I who are trained. I know. Regardless I, I of race, regardless of gender. Yeah. It's about the training. But it does make a huge difference. So, if I have to hear one more time, how? all white people are racist or all Republicans are racist. This was a racist comment. If I had sat back and said that my black coworker looked like every other black person, what would happen to my job? And no one says anything. No one says anything. Even the police officer, the police chief was sitting there saying, and by the way, he did talk about this on Fox News, right? He did talk about it. He said, I don't know what she was talking about. Is this insane? And meanwhile, if people decide to call her out, they're going to sit back and say, oh, well, no, yes, we're going to sit back and have a bill that is about how, like Ilhan Omar. Ilhan Omar made nothing but anti-Semitic comments. But they had a bill condemning Ilhan Omar, and they confused 50 different races and genders, by the way. Hey, Newsflash, you get your dick cut off, you are a man. I'm sorry. It doesn't change. They change. They change everything here. She's a racist. Period. End of story. Why are we even discussing this? Let's move on. But this was not Ilhan Omar's 
No, I'm sorry. Wrong, wrong racist. Uh, <laughs> this is not Rashida Tlaib's only gaffe this week. Let's listen to Ilhan Omar when she's talking about um, how she's going to deal with Donald Trump and his cabinet. Now, mind you, Donald Trump really is not up for anything. Okay, he... There has been nothing in the last three years that the Democrats have been able to rip on him. They sat back. They they talked about Russia. Then they went to Ukraine. And they're probably going to go, when Ukraine ends up being nothing, which it isn't, they're going to go to who gives a damn a stand. Okay? So, listen to her talk about how she and Congress is trying to figure out how to arrest everybody. This is awesome. So let me tell you, this is pretty, and this is, and this is the last caucus conversation we've had. Do you know this is really unprecedented? This is the first time we've ever had a situation like this. So they're trying to figure out, no joke, they're trying to figure out, well, is it the D.C. police that goes against them? No, no. Where do we hold them? I mean, this is the kind of, like, I'm not in those kinds of conversations, but I'm asking, like, you know, what, what happens? And they're like, well, Rashida, we're trying to figure it out ourselves because this is uncharted territory. I'm sorry, I know, but no, I'm telling you that they, they the, 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 they're trying to be like, well, where are we going to put them? Where are we going to hold? No, I mean, I mean, those are the kinds of things they're trying to tread carefully. I mean, this is, I, I ask, I'm like you all, I ask the same questions. Well, what happens when they don't comply? I mean, the fact of the matter is, I, we held Barr and uh, Secretary Ross from Commerce, the Secretary of Commerce, in contempt. Well, what happens if they don't continue to not comply? And everybody's looking at each other, we're like, we haven't had this ever happen before. So I just want you to know I will relay your message. I will tell them they can hold off those people right here in Detroit. We'll take care of them. Uh, and make sure they show up to the committee hearings. We won't hurt up. Just make sure they come and show up, right? I'll make sure that you're in charge. This, 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 okay, I know. I'm getting in trouble. This broad is nuts. She's not even in the same planet as anyone else. First off, Congress cannot arrest anybody. Period. Congress does not have any legal... Impeachment is not a legal standard. The Senate can remove a president from his office, which, by the way, has never been done. She can't arrest Barr or anyone else. What's going to happen if she? What's going to happen if Congress decides to do any of that? This is why Nancy Pelosi is the smartest person in Congress right now. She already knows. You know, we really don't have anything here. And she was pushed by these nut jobs to go for impeachment, and it's going to cost them. It's going to cost them. They're going to lose the House. They have passed, the uh, Congress has passed 420 bills. 
in the last two years. Three have gotten to the president. The Senate has sat back and said, no, we're not going to do this. This is dumb. Just because you have a majority in Congress and just because you pass a lot of stupid-ass bills. The last I checked, you passed the Green New Deal and Congress was, I don't know, let me think, let me think here. Congress was 100 to 0 on the Green New Deal, which Congress passed. This gal is living in Never Never Land. So not only does she not understand how the Constitution, not does she not understand morality or anything like that, she doesn't even understand how law works. Why is she here? What a waste. What an absolute waste. Okay. I'm approaching the Dave rule. Uh, 30 minutes or a little bit more, a little less. You can follow me on Twitter at RunninFool, R-U-N-N-I-N-F-E-W-L. You can uh, look at my blog, the show notes. I'll have complete videos on my blog at www.dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. You can download or listen to this podcast at Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Podcast Addict, or YouTube. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics.